Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, don't forget this Saturday, we're going to pray for people's needs. We're going to pray together. If you would like prayer, send your prayer requests to this address. And then on Saturday, we'll ask the presence of God to come upon all of those things that are on our hearts. Now, when we began these daily devotionals, you will recall I said that there was two streams each day, new beginnings and walking deeper. And you'll recall I also said some days they'll intersect and the daily devotional may be the same. In this daily devotional that I gave a few days ago for the Walking Deeper stream, uh, it was something that I was building to for the New Beginning stream. And I pray it blesses you deeply today. I used to think, and I think I'm like a lot of Catholic people and a lot of Christian people, but I used to think that somehow... I could be more saved, more eligible to be saved uh, by God, more eligible to, to experience salvation if I was a good boy. That somehow my effort saved me more. That saved me more. And that when I didn't do enough, well, then I would fail and I would lose my place. Well, the truth is, if we read the scriptures, we are saved by the action of Jesus on Good Friday because of the action of Jesus on Good Friday. It is not because we are deserving. It is not because of anything we've done. It's not because of some way that we've behaved. We are loved by God and we are saved by God because God chooses to love us and to save us. In John 3, 16, there's that famous passage, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. So loved the world. So loved, meaning it is, but it is purely God's love. It is not our effort. There are some of us who try at times to earn our way to God. Well, if I'm a good boy, if I'm a good girl, God will be more pleased with me and that'll, that'll do the trick. That'll get me into heaven. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. We all know the story in Luke 15 of the prodigal son, a very famous story. There is a father who's a wealthy man. He has two, two sons and his younger son comes to him and says, Dad, I don't want to wait until you die, until I get my half of the inheritance. Give me my half of the inheritance right now. And his father, whether that was wise or not, his father does. And immediately it means that his father is half as wealthy as he was. And the young son goes out and he wastes the money through what some scholars say, loose living. Well, eventually he comes to his senses and he realizes when he's run out of all his money from all of this uh, loose living, he thinks, to, I could go back to dad. Dad treats his servants better than I'm being treated. And so he goes back to dad. But when, he, when his father sees him, his father runs to him and his father embraces him. And his father comes back and dresses him in the clothes that would reflect his status and, and then goes out and kills the fatted calf. And there's a big celebration. Uh, and, and the father doesn't look at all of the wrong, doesn't look that half, he's half as wealthy as he was. The father is just glad to have his son. He's glad to have his son. Well, the older brother, the one who we'll see was faithful, he didn't do that. And he comes back and he finds this party 
being thrown after he's been working all day. And we read in verse 25. Now his eldest son was in the field and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. He replied, your brother has come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he's got him back safe and sound. And then he became angry and refused to go in. That's the older brother. His father came out uh, and begged, began to plead with him. But he answered his father, listen, for all these years, I've been working like a slave for you and I've never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when his son of, well, this son of yours uh, came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. And then the father said to him, son, you are always with me and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. It's a beautiful passage of scripture. Uh, there is this young son who goes away and when he comes back after having lived poorly, gets restored because his father is just in love with him. And the older brother comes along and says, listen, I've been working. Surely I should be treated better than I am. When I was, I, I was raised in a family with five boys. And one of my brothers went through a phase in his life, in his late teen life, where on Friday and Saturday nights, he would get up to all kinds of trouble. And he went through a very rough period, a, a very, well, rebellious time, you might say. And I remember my dad, I've never been able to forget my dad. On Saturday, on Friday and Saturday nights, my dad would wait up late. And he would wait for my brother, uh, for when he would come home or for whatever trouble he had got himself in. And I remember when my brother would come, my, my dad was, would be so, so excited and so welcoming and so loving to my brother. Uh, who might be in any state of condition. And my dad was just so, just so in, in love with having him home. I never forgot. And I remember me and my other brothers, well, we were not getting up to the same sorts of things. Dad didn't celebrate us in that way that he celebrated. It makes me feel emotional even talking about it. My dad's love was, was not based on those of us who were doing the right thing. Dad's love was not based on, 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 on any of that. Dad's love was dad's love. It was just free. It was free. And he loved us all. And, and to my brother who particularly needed extra love at that point in time, my dad was there. See, when it comes to salvation, when it comes to Easter, when it comes to the death of Jesus, it's not how we're acting that saves us. It is all about God's love. It's all about Him. And so as we pray through Lent, it's not about us looking at ourselves and look at what I'm doing and maybe look at what I'm giving up and look at how good I'm being. Our whole intention has to be not on us, but at God. See, because when we're trying to be good and we're trying to earn our way to God and somehow God would think better of us because of the way we're behaving, in some sense, we've got our eyes on ourselves. 
where faith is about having only eyes for God because of God's love, which is so pure for each of us, so complete. God is so far beyond. His love is absolute. Now, you might all stop and go, well, I knew that. Then today I would encourage you to pray that. Pray into that today. The fact that we can't earn, it's not by works that we are saved. It is by the action of God. It's his love that embraces and enfolds. I saw the prodigal son and that story played out in my family. In my family. My brother who needed to know of the love of God knew it. And I remember one night, my father, when we were sitting up late one night, waiting for my brother to come home. I don't know that my dad knew this story, but he said, he said to me, he said, he said, he said, I have my sons. And he said, but he said to me, this son needs me more. That's who God is. God's love is free. Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise for you are pure and good. May we pray into what it means to be loved by you. Hear our prayers, Lord God, this coming Saturday because of your great love. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. Um, See you tomorrow. Thank you.